Well, good morning. We're glad that you're you're here with us today. My name is Thad Lanthrop. I'm the administrative pastor here at Church in the Valley. And like Ryan mentioned, we are launching a new series today titled The Functional Team. It looks like Dysfunctional Team, but The Functional Team um, with the dis crossed out. Um, it, it sounds a lot, it looks a lot cooler than just saying we're talking about the functional team today. Um, so we're, we're glad to have you with us. I'm glad you can see the graphics so that you, you can tell that it's uh, going to be a fun series rather than just functional team. So um, in, in this series, like Ryan said, we're going to be doing things a, a little, it's a little different than, than what we normally do. We're going to take a, a behind-the-scenes look at Church in the Valley, and we're going to be looking at our mission, our methods, um, and our values. And so over the next four weeks, we're going to take a look at, at what, those, what those are, um, what that means for, for our church. Um, and, and so today, we're going to start off by looking at, at the mission. What, what's the mission of our, of our church? I don't know about you, but um, I, I've hit points in my life where I, I want something so bad that it becomes my mission in life. And la- last week... We, uh, I, I mentioned that playing baseball in college, that was one of my, my missions, and that I wanted to do that. From the time I was 11, 12 to um, when I had my back surgery around 17, that was my mission. I, I wanted to accomplish that. I wanted to, to make that happen. And I was a catcher in, in baseball. And if, if you were a catcher growing up, um, or when I grew up, you wanted to be like Ivan Pudge Rodriguez. Um, Pudge, he was the man. He was he was a, a great a great catcher in the major leagues and um, he he was the best catcher that I had seen play um, and I still haven't seen a better one I might be partial because I, I like him so much but so what I did because my mission was to become the best catcher so that I could hopefully play in college one day I, I would watch games that that he would play in um, I would study how he caught the ball how he threw um, I, I would. Um, take every advantage that I had to um, watch how he called pitches. I got the same catcher's gear as him, Wilson catcher's gear. Um, I, I got the same glove as him. I still remember the model number, A2403 Pudge model. <laughs> I wanted to, to, that was my mission, was, was to become the best. And so I, I spent my resources um, how little they were when I was 12 to, to 17, but I spent my time, my energy. Um, I, I asked for birthdays and Christmas. I, I would ask for catcher's gear and, and mitts and, and bats to, to try and, and accomplish that, that mission. The, the fact is that we all have a, a mission in life. Whether, whether we've consciously sat down and, and spent some, some time thinking about it and mapping it out and writing it down, we, we all have a, a mission that, that we live for and that guides our life and directs it. We all, we all make decisions every day um, that is based on, on our mission in life and, and what we want to accomplish. And, and if we're trying to accomplish anything, then, then we've got to have something we're aimed towards and we're directed at. And that's because mission brings focus. For some, the, the mission, it's the American dream. It, it's it's the, the nicer car. It's the, the house. Um, it, it's whatever success is, um, that, that can become our mission. Or it's happiness. I, I, want to, um, I want to be happy. 
And so I'm going to pursue whatever I think it is that, that makes me, me happy. Or it's experiences, travel, opportunities. Um, it, it, that can become our mission. For companies, the, the mission is to make a profit. Um, or if it's maybe a, a, a different kind of company, might be to support a cause or to provide a, a service, offer a service for people. All of us can, can agree that people who have a mission, people who have a, a, a purpose in, in life are appealing. Now, we might agree with, with their mission or we might not, but the fact that, that they're hardworking, they're diligent, they're pursuing something, there's something about that that's attractive to us. Why is that? Why, why is that so attractive? It's because none of us want to waste our life. We, we want to do something that really matters, that really counts. Last week, we, we talked about how death, it, it brings focus in, into our, our life. It, it helps us to look at our life and focus on what really matters. And at the end of our life, we don't want to look back and, and think, you know what, I really didn't, I didn't live for the right things. I didn't pursue the, the right things. So not, not only does, does mission bring us focus, but, but it also, our focus determines our direction in life. Your mission in life, it leads you in a, in a certain direction. And as a, as a church, our mission determines our direction as well. Um, here at Church in the Valley, we, we um, want to let you in on what our mission is. If, if you've been around for a while, this might be a review for you, might be a reminder. Um, if you're new to us, then, then you, can, you can hear what, what we're trying to do and, and decide if, if it's something you, you want to join in with us as we try to accomplish our mission. And as you might expect, our, our mission, it's not something we just made up. We didn't just pull it out of thin air. But it, it's actually, it's, it's God's mission. It's God's mission for, for our church and, and for people's lives. Each of us must decide if we want to accept that mission and accept those orders from God. So our mission at, at Church in the Valley, in, in short, is to love God and love people. Loving God means we're going to do what, what he wants. We're going to read the Bible. We're going to, we're going to try, and, decide, try and, and hear what God wants us to do, how he wants us to live. Um, and so we're going to read it, and then we're going to apply it and do it. Loving others means that we share the difference that, that Christ has made in our lives with people and that we relate to people in a way that's based on the principles that, that are found in, in the Bible. Mission statements and core values, they're, they're, really, they're like belly buttons for organizations. Everybody's got one. All organizations got mission statements and core values. And you've been a part, I, I've been a part of, of, of um, teams or organizations where the stated goals, the stated mission is one thing, and then, but everybody knows how things actually operate. This is how it's really done. Yeah, they, they say that, but here's how you really get things done here. Well, at Church in the Valley, we don't want to be like that. We don't want to, we don't want to say one thing and do another. But we actually we build around this idea of loving God and loving people. It's really it's why we exist as, as a church is for the, these purposes. If you follow God, and, and um, then, then this is God's desire for your life. It, it's not an empty task, but it's really it's the, the mission 
that that has been there from the early church. Um, and so today we're, we're going to take a look at some passages from Acts, from Acts 20. And we're going we're gonna to take a look at the life of, of a man, a man named, named Paul. And he was a, a first century church planner, um, primarily responsible for the spread of the gospel in Asia Minor and, and throughout Europe. And Paul, he, he began churches, he trained leaders, um, he wrote many letters um, to address questions and, and, and face challenges that, that the, the churches that he started were facing. And although some of the letters were, were lost, um, some were copied, and they're still with us today in, in the New Testament, in the Bible. And so we're, we're going to be taking a look at, at one of his farewell speeches, at, at, at a, a letter that he wrote after he had spent about two and a half to three years um, with, with the church in, uh, in Ephesus, and he's saying goodbye. He's, he's spent two and a half, three years with these people, and, and now he's saying goodbye. So let's take a look at, at his farewell speech in Acts 20, 22 through 24. It says, And now, behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every, in every city, that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the message that I received from the Lord Jesus, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. So we can see from, from this, this passage, from this passage of Scripture, that Paul, he, he loved God and he loved people. Um, he, and, and we can learn a lot from it. He took the time to, to write this letter um, to these, these people as, as he's leaving, and there's a lot we can learn from um, in, in this. One of the things is that love for God calls us away from comfort and convenience. Um, verse 22b through 23 says, again, And now, behold, I am going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. Now, Paul, he's going into the unknown here, and he's confident as he's going away. He's going into, he doesn't know what's going to happen. Now, one of the things that he's confident in is that imprisonment and afflictions await him. Now, I don't know about you. That's not something I would really want to, like, brag about. Say, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm confident that I'm going to be, you know, going to prison. They're, they're going to not like me. That's not really exactly something that I, I would be that confident in. But he, he's that confident because his, his mission, the, the God that he serves, is, is more important, is more powerful than the, the inconvenience that he's going to face or the, the, the pain that, that he might Face. He knew the cost that awaited him for where he was going, but he went anyway. A love for God, it also allows me to, to trust him with my whole life. Verse 24a says, But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself. So here he is, he's fully trusting God. He, he's not trying to preserve himself. Um, but he's trying to love God. He's trying to advance the mission. 
and, and do what, what God wants him to do. Loving God, it called Paul, Paul away from comfort and convenience. It called him away from these, these friendships that he built for the last two and a half, three hours. He was living life with these people. He was doing life with them. And it called him away. But he trusted God with his whole life. And that was more important than any convenience or, or comfort that he might have, have felt from, from staying. Now, um, loving God, it, it also it compels us to the second part of, of our mission. It, it, loving God means that we're going to love people because God loves people. So if we're going to love God, it's going to lead us down the path of, of loving people. And loving people compels me to share the good news of God's grace. Look at verse, verse 24 again and see what Paul said. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Now that metaphor of, of running a race and, and finishing the course, that's something that, that Paul used often to describe life and, and what, what he was trying to do. And in, in this verse you can hear him. It's, it's like he's, he's trying to say, you know, I've got, to, I've got to finish this race. It's, it's all that matters. I, I've, I have to keep pushing on. I have to keep going. People need to hear about Jesus in this life. I've got to share it with them. And as I'm running, I'm, I'm going to run alongside these people, and I'm going to love them enough to share with them my hope. And what was that hope that, that, that he had? It was to, to testify, to share about the gospel of the grace of God. For Paul, the, the gospel, the, the good news, was wrapped up in, in the grace of God. Grace means undeserved kindness. It, it's a gift. We, we, there's nothing we can do to deserve it. Somebody shows you grace, it's just out of their kindness. We, we didn't do anything to, to earn it. And not, not knowing... Um, and, and in life, we, we all um, recklessly are running our own course. We're all running our own course. And not knowing that our course that we're running, it, it leads ultimately to destruction without God. And, and Jesus, he, he had a rescue plan for us. He had a rescue plan for us um, that in, involved uh, saving us from that destruction plan that we were running for. He died on the cross to pay for, for our lives with sin. He came, he came, he lived a perfect life. He didn't sin, and he died. When he died, he conquered death. Because when, when he died without sinning, sin didn't have power over, over us anymore. If we, if we go through him, if we trust him, if we choose to establish a relationship with God through Jesus. We were cut off because we've all sinned. We've all, done, um, we've all done things in our lives that are against what God tells us to do. And through Jesus, through him dying for an undeserved death, an undeserved, he, he gave us grace. He, he made a way for us to establish a relationship with God through him. So Paul, he, he saw that his primary mission was to share the, the good news, the, the grace of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That was his main task. Now, 
loving people, it, it, it means that we share the good news with them. But it also means that, that I choose to invest in others. Um, Acts twenty eighteen through 21 says, And when they came to him, he said to them, You yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plots of the Jews, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to to Greeks of repentance toward God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Paul had had a radical conversion. He, He went from Christian killer to Christian evangelist. And church planner. Now, he, he, when he turned to God, he turned full on. He, he didn't waste any, any time. Once he got trained, he was right on mission. He was, he was spreading the message of, of Jesus. That, that was his mission. He, he is sharing about the grace of God through his son, Jesus Christ. And, he, and he's living with these people. As you can see in, in, that, in that verse, he, he's living life with them. He's showing them how... Believing the, the, in the message changes the way that, that we work, changes the way that we relate. It's, it changes everything. And these, these verses um, that, that we've looked at, these, this farewell speech, um, it, it, it's, it's Paul saying goodbye to a church, and, and he did that. He did what he said. He, he didn't um, say one thing and then do another. He lived out that mission. Somewhere between AD 62 and AD 67, um, Paul, he finished the race. He, he was beheaded with a sword in, in Rome. But you know that as he was going to be executed, he was sharing, sharing the gospel with people. That was his mission. He, he, wasn't, um, he didn't shy away from that. Imprisonment awaited him as, as he was going to places. He knew that. But that was his mission. That was part of, of what, who he was and what he was going to do with his life. He was faithful until the end. He was faithful to the mission that, that God gave him. And he, he loved God and he loved people. Now here at, at Church in the Valley, in short, our, our mission statement is to love God and, and love people. Um, but our full mission statement is to know, love, and glorify God and be used by him to help unchurched people become fully devoted followers of, of Jesus Christ and to help create churches and other ministries that do the same. So this mission should guide and direct all that we do. All that we do at, at Church in the Valley needs to come from trying to accomplish this mission. Because we love God, mission it comes first, even, even if that means rejection. Um, it, it should trump all other causes and, and relationships. And because God is good, um, when you pursue the mission, you experience the best kind of life, the good life and good relationships. This was what Paul's life was about. Again, we, we see that verse 24b, looking at that again. If only I may, I may finish my course in the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel. Of the grace of God. 
now that, that we're here and we have these letters, we're able to, to look back at, back at Paul's life and see that he lived on, on mission, that he stayed the course until the end. He, he finished strong. He finished well. But what's going to be said of us? What's going to be said of, of our church? We, we try to do a bunch of things to, to reach people. We, we um, try to do different things to, um, to, to, uh, to live out this mission that we have. But ultimately, we, we need to do things that are going to love God and love people. We can do a bunch of events, a bunch of activities. We can have the, the harvest party. Um, that, that we have today, we can do that and not love God and love people. We, we can have a great event where everything runs smoothly, the details are, are hammered out, we, we've done everything, um, it looks excellently, but if, if God's not honored, if he's not loved through it, if, if people are, are burned by the experience of, of serving or, or, or going there, then, then we haven't done our job. The mission of loving God and loving people is, is primary. We have to keep that at the front of, of what we're doing. That's what, that's what matters. That's what we're going to be evaluated on um, at the end of, of our lives. Did we love God? Did we love people? Did we accomplish our mission as a church, as, as individuals? So we have to constantly keep this at, at the forefront of, of what we're doing. We, we have to, to love God, and we have to, to make his name greater than, than our name. We have to make it uh, his name greater than, than our legacy and what we want to do with, with our own lives. And because of him, we, we want people, um, we want people who, who don't know him to get to know him. That's part of our, our mission. And a great way for us to, to do that is to, to meet people who, who don't know God and invite them to church, invite them to come to the harvest party, invite them... To, to come and, um, and, and learn about God through, through church. Today's message is, is called Mission Possible. Um, it, it's possible because it, it's, it's God's mission. Um, he, he gives us the strength to, to be able to do it. And when you invite people to church, that's possible because God can give you the, the strength to do it and, and for them to, to want to accept and, and come to church. On the Mission Impossible TV show um, and the, the more recent movies, always at the end of the mission that, that they're giving, it says, this is your mission, should you choose to accept it. And that's, that's a great line, and that's really that's, that's what, what it is. This is our mission, but each one of us has to accept it. We have to accept, to, accept it to love God and, and love people. We can all pursue a lot of different things in life. We can make you know, money our mission. We can make our families our, our mission. Um, we, we can make our own name, our own legacy our, our mission. Um, and the, the culture that, that we live in and, and the media is constantly throwing missions at us to, to take on and, and to um, run with, to make that our mission in life. So I want you to take a, a look. We, we've got a song for, for you today to, to take a look at. It's by Will I Am. It's called Hall of Fame. And um, I want you to, to listen to it and, and think about the mission that he's giving us to live, live by.
the greatest, you can be the best, you can be the King Kong banging on your chest, you can beat the world, you can beat the war, you can talk to God, go banging on his door, you can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock, you can move a mountain, you can break rocks, you can be a master, don't wait for luck, dedicate yourself and you go find yourself. I don't know about you. That's appealing to me. I, I want to be in the hallway. I want the world to know my name. That's, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I, now, be like King Kong banging on my chest. I, I don't have any desire to do that. But these messages that we get are appealing. And, and if we choose to live towards them, if we choose to make that our, our mission, um, then it, it's going to change the, the path of our life. It's going to change the the trajectory of, of our life dramatically. And so we, we have to be careful to examine our lives and make sure that we're, we're choosing our, our mission, that we're getting our mission in life from the right sources. Because it's so easy to, to pick and choose missions from all these different messages that we're getting. And so we have to, to take some time every once in a while, examine our life, examine what we're living for, and, and try and figure out, okay, what, what do I need to do to live for the right things, to live for the, the mission that God wants, wants me to, to live in? So there's a, a couple questions that, that could help as you're thinking through and discovering, you know, what, what am I um, living for? What am, what am I living for right now? Um, one is, what, what is your life all about? What are you spending your, your resources on? What's your time, your energy, your money going towards? That's going to tell you a lot about what your mission is, what your direction in life is. Um, and another question, what, what's holding you back from accepting God's mission for your life? Um, what's the hang-up? What, what, what do you need to figure out that, that would help you to, to take that next step and, and to, to make God's mission your mission? And then what's, what's the main thing that competes with God's mission in your life? Is it worries, fears, not sure how everything's going to work out? Um, is it weakness, laziness, not sure I can just muster up the energy to do what's needed here? Um, is it skepticism, not sure it's really worth it? I don't know that the, the mission is really worth that. We all have these concerns, but for, for those who follow Christ and have accepted his mission, it's what being a Christian is all about. The, the mission changes everything for us. And over the next few weeks, um, we're, we're going to take a look at how the mission changes everything for us. God's mission, it, it changes the way that, that we treat people. We're going to look at that next week. And then uh, on week three, we're going to take a look at how God's mission changes our approach to work, approach to problems, approach to opportunities. And then... The, the last week, we're going to look at how God's mission um, just changes how we team up together and, and do things. Again, God's mission, it, it's, it's his invitation to us. We have to choose to accept, to live for the mission that, that God has for us.
um, and, and to choose to make our life about doing that. And when we do that, there's real blessing in it for our, our lives and the people around us. As I wrap up today's, today's message, um, I'd like you to pull out that connection card that Ryan, that Ryan mentioned. I might also like to ask the worship team to, to come up. And um, in a few moments, we're going to be receiving our, our tithes and offerings. And when the, the offering baskets come around, you can drop the connection card in there. Um, go ahead and, and um, take any time to finish filling out any information on there that you didn't have a time to do earlier. And then there's, there's some next steps on the back of that card that you might want to consider um, as you've heard the message today, um, you might want to consider taking these next steps this week. And the first is to memorize Acts 20, 24. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Uh, maybe that's a, that's the next step you want to take. Maybe, maybe God can use that verse to really help you stay on mission with him um <clears throat> the next oh excuse me oh man still one more <clears throat> okay i'll just power through it <clears throat> um the next step is attend the rest of the series this is the kickoff <clears throat> Maybe you want to um, attend the rest of the series. That'd be a good next step for you. And then also <clears throat> consider what's competing with God's mission in your life. Thank you. Um, these might be next steps that, that you want to take. Would you pray with me? And the band's going to continue um, leading us in worship. Lord, we just thank you um, that you have given us a mission to live for. We thank you um, that just for your grace that, that you've, you've given us, just the undeserved kindness that you sent through your Son, Jesus Christ, um, and that we can choose to accept him as our Savior and live for um, something greater than ourselves and something that um, is going to bring blessing to um, us and in our lives and our family and the people around us. Just pray that, that you would help us to choose to do, <clears throat> to do your will and not our own. In Jesus' name, amen.